with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet All right, all right, all right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. What are you shaking your head for? That's... You you sound like you're uh, echoing in a major stadium. What what is that um, backdrop behind him, anyways? Where are you, man? It. Um... Welcome. It's the outdoor zone live <laughs> in the bunkhouse. Yeah, there it is. It's an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we're gonna call it home right now from seven to nine a.m. Uh, live or twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com. My name Did is. You- did you switch one of those buttons on your microphone? Because you're you're better now. It's perfect. I didn't do anything. I just said a prayer. Uh, you just stopped. Ta- you stopped talking like this. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, 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 welcome! So, welcome everybody. Hey, my name is Steve J. Graney. In the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Still drinking. Yeah, still drinking. Still drinking. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I saw people getting out of their Ubers on the way here. You like, know what they've been doing all night. They don't well, even know what they they don't even know what they've been doing all night. Cody Ryan's in the bunkhouse, and and there's another guy in the bunkhouse with <laughs> us. And I don't. I, I, I he looks vaguely familiar. Oh, vaguely familiar. Yeah, it's the beast. The beef is back in the house where you between that, beef steak and, and uh road rash. It's, I mean, those two guys have been, uh, out of commission, man, and see, out of control. see road rash. We take, we, we have one or two international incidents and now look what happens. These guys are hey. all over us. They're ready to put us on waivers. I mean, it's terrible. Hey, it's we're just doing what Biden said do. We're just following the rules. Uh, Road Rash is the ranch in that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, fires up the old pot belly stove, and uh, yeah, got everything going for us today. Looks like uh, like the foil on the old wire coat hanger out front is going to work for this time. But hey, um, so actually, uh. I am at live at the Dallas Safari Club Convention 2022, and boy, you want to talk about, I've been here since Thursday, been here since Wednesday, and man, 
And I'm, I'm really not tired because it's been so cool. There's I mean, not a bigger show. There's not a, there's not, you know, I mean, I guess maybe the only SCI show is SCI Joe. International. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a the big only, one. Yeah, especially, especially Dallas just brings in Dallas all the players. Club. They have ruled the convention, the shows where where guys go, guys and gals go to, uh, you know, look for hunts. Um, I mean, I mean, that's you know who was here there. yesterday, uh, who was here yesterday. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, Don Junior was here yesterday. Did you get a yeah. selfie or? Uh, no, uh, I didn't want to be that guy. You should have got a show intro from him. Hey, and then, oh, that would have been funny. Yeah, and then uh, Jesse James is here, and he's got a firearm company. I guess it's in Dripping Springs, isn't yeah. that right? Yeah, B? yeah. And and he's here. He's got a booth here, so I'm going to go see him this. He morning. makes some cool old school revol- revolvers. That's his big deal. Oh, it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, he's got he's got a uh, in his PR images. He's got a nice Woodstock AR style. Ooh, even better. Just don't well, ask him. About I did some work for him back in the day. Wasn't allowed to talk about it, but now the silence agreement. You mow his grass or something? <laughs> no, no. Him and Sandy. We did. Some oh, what are you like Sandy. on first name basis with? Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, Sandra. Don't ask him about that. When you see him, DJ, (laughs) (laughs) don't ask him about his Sandra Bullock experience. Right. Yeah. And how he got to Austin. Yeah. And the reason he's, you wonder why he has guns now. Why he deals in guns. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want to But it's cool. I mean, you know, if you're going to go from coolness like motorcycles to coolness, guns, you know, guns and motorcycles. I mean, what else could you, what else could you do? Hey, man, you could. People do the whole diesel truck thing, and yeah, that's all cool and everything. But dude, you're making guns, really? Yeah, it's pretty solid. So yeah, you re- you so- reminded me, TJ, of uh, what you were telling. Uh, Rick was telling me last night how many incredible encounters you've had up there at uh, the Safari Club, the DSC. So, you know, we don't do a whole lot as a as a program. I mean, you know, the radio show, obviously, everybody here is a topic for us. Uh, but as far as um, kids outdoor zone and what we do ministry wise, uh, typically we just don't do secular shows. We don't have a reason for it. But oh my goodness gracious, I've met so many cool people here and people that want to help or be a part of what we're doing. It's, uh, it's just been a, almost overwhelming. But but not, you know, I mean, it's, but, uh, you know, you do a trade show or you do something like this and three or four days into it, uh, it that's a long way. Four days is a long, long trade show. A lot of talking. M- lot morning of to night. Um, but we feel, we don't feel all beat down on this one because it's just been so good. And we met Cody's, uh, I got to see Cody's uh, original or one of his outfitters that he worked for, um, Jerry over at detail. She, uh, she's just as a firecracker going just nonstop 90 to nothing. Holy cow, Cody. One of my original employers 
is what you're trying to say. Actually, probably the only job I've been, I've had where I had a boss, I guess. The only person that, the only company that hired me. Is that true? You worked for that home builder. They hired you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Before the housing market crash. That's right. Yeah. We we don't talk about that. So I've had two, two, two employers. Yeah. Yeah. I got hired by two different people. That's pretty good. Actually. Um, one more than hired me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you can only hope generational generation success. Success. Yes. Hey, speaking of, speaking of success, I wanted to tell y'all that I was able to guide my grandson on his first deer hunt, not his first deer hunt. This grandson number two. Number two, yep. Right. On, on his first, so when I we did it before, uh, a year ago, it was like Deer Camp 101, right? He was kind of asleep and had Pringles all over his chest. And I was like, hey, that's about Just doing what and he's like, and does. so. Uh, ooh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Slim Jims. The whole thing is Slim Jims. Hey, look. And uh, and so he woke up. And he was like, what? What? And he, like, you know, whipped things around, and there's crinkling everywhere. And, of course, the buck ran off, you know. You just. This time? You, go ahead. What? You held your arms up like he was slinging the gun around, like he, he was asleep with the gun in it, his well, lap. It, that's true. That's how we do it. But it's pointed the that other way. That is not way. how you do it. It's pointed we the other not. way. Oh, I Lord. saw somebody, and, and so he shot his first deer. Yeah, Congratulations. so but incredible. Grandpa. So the first time, it was kind of like a surprise, and he had to get used to it and didn't quite understand it. But Deer Camp 201 this time, man, he was on it the whole time, had the the rifle positioned perfectly. And when he shot, I, was, he, I go, okay, there's a doe. Go ahead, pull that up. And he centered it on the stick and, and – uh, I was like, okay, pull. And I didn't even say pull the trigger, and he'd already shot it. And he's like, I shot that thing like a boss. That's exactly what he turned around. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not so sure, son. I saw it jump and kind of run back in the down the creek bed, and I don't know. And he's like, no, I shot it like a boss. I hit that thing. I was like, man. So we went and we, he found the blood trail and uh, tracked it. And uh, I made him pull it out by its legs all the way through the creek and up on the other side. Good, good. Man, he did the whole thing. And he was so proud. And I said, hey, what, you know, best thing? He's like, hmm. You know, I knew I was going to get one today. I said, why is that? go, I prayed about it. <laughs> I go, okay. <laughs> oh, I like man. it. So, you know, it had all the stuff, you know, that, that you could dream of, right? The, the kid who you've, he, he's matured into the level where now he wants it, you know, it was, it was at the top of his list, not just going, but he was ready. Killing. He's ready to go. He was fired up. He was on top of it. And, uh, that's good when you see that happen. With well, that. and, and, and I want to, uh, at some point today during the show, we got to have Cody talk about his experiences. Oh my gosh. I, I think I'm the only one who like, didn't go out and just slaughter fest this year. I mean, Cody, where are you going to put, you got all those, you got like five deer, four deer, just laying all over in the back of your truck somewhere and just driving around trying to figure out what to do with them. I got a couple of them in the ice chest already. Uh, (laughs) Hey Cody. So that one, I I noticed that one that you shot, it was a little bit farther back. Is that so you could cape it and mount it? 
Is that what you were doing? Uh, let's just say that I'm not a ballistic expert, <laughs> but let's say that I've uh, harvested four animals this year, so uh, including two whitetail bucks, a wild hog, and an axis buck or bull, whichever you want to call it. And uh, let's just say the <laughs> furthest that one of them ran was nine yards. So just saying, I've got uh, four bullets that have, I've released with the trigger mechanism of a rifle this year. And nine yards is the furthest any of them have run. And I think it, I'm, I'm serious. I think this, I'm going to show you this box because I have it back here on my gun safe. And when we go to commercial, I'm going to reach back and, grab it and your show ammo you box this so, ammo box i found ammo by accident that has I, it's either that or i guess maybe i'm a great shot i did change the scope on my rifle last year oh my hmm. i've got it all i mean i changed the trigger on my rifle you're doing that 308 so, thing are you doing that no i'm shooting a 270 that nice. the first gun that my dad and i bought together uh the first rifle that we bought together you're not using the big cat scope anymore no i oh, i took dude. off the big cat scope and i can oh, finally see things <laughs> you know scoping a trigger are the two keys to that like you said if you want to be all it is it really seriously and a bullet so yeah, you gotta I, have a bullet but i'm telling you i've changed bullets i am i'm a fan and i need a sponsorship by the company but uh Got to figure out who to contact. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you need to do. Get any of that information. Go to see our friends over at McBride's Guns. Amen. Come on. Austin family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Need a gunsmith? Yeah, they got them. And I've used them before several times. Man, it's nice to be able to just go over there, explain your problem. They call you later and, hey, come pick up your gun. It's ready to go. Youth model stuff, they got it. McBride's is in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns will. They're our hometown gun shop. All right, coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we got your news, the weird, game warden, field notes, all that and more. This is the first hour of your favorite outdoor zone. It's the Outdoor Zone Live of the Bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey, catch us at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. Share us with your friends. Just uh, just throw in the Outdoor Zone into your podcast platform, and you should be able to find us over there, all the latest episodes, past episodes, everything Outdoor Zone uh, live uh, and podcastable and shareable and all that kind of stuff. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, the wait's over. Truckloads of new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams are headed our way during the Nile Maxwell sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 
Nile Maxwell Supercenter is part of the most awarded lineup of vehicles from the FCA and Surge and J.D. Power's initial quality study that named Ram the number one brand in Texas. We've got the inventory right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Some come pick out yours today. Drive home in a Nile Maxwell Ram pickup truck. We've got more we sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So okay. it's middle of winter time, I guess you would call you've been, it. You've been hunting so much. Yeah. I, you know, and I was telling a buddy the other day, I said, look, here's the deal. He, he wanted to go fishing. I said, yeah, this is not, I just, I, I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break. And I, I had a few things I wanted to do hunting wise and, and, and family wise. And so, uh, got that knocked out, out of the way. And yeah, pretty much now though, I am, I'm ready to start fishing. I've got the boat plugged in, uh, gotta go, gotta go through the boat and, uh, get some, get some items ready because it's just around the corner that I, uh, start hitting the road February for, um, the 12 major events across the country that I'll be fishing from South Carolina to Kentucky to Oklahoma to, I don't even know, Ohio, Michigan, Florida. Don't you have one so, way uh, up Northeast too? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> okay. So the uh, interstate, the interstate is going to be your ride travel partner, man. You're going to be running up and down the interstate. Yeah, chasing bass, chasing bass and bass tournaments and and looking forward to it, looking for a a reason to do it this year. Um one of the reasons we'll be doing it is to uh we've committed to doing 250 acts of kindness. We're calling it AOK fishing. And 250 acts of kindness this year as we travel across uh why? I don't know. It's something that uh that kind of spurred from my wife and 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 then some thoughts that I had and so we're just going to be doing random acts of kind not necessarily even random just acts of kindness as we travel around the country looking forward to that picking up trash at boat ramps or paying for somebody's coffee at the coffee shop I mean just wherever God leads us so excited to do that while we're out on the road we've already started a few of them uh, kind of give people an idea of what we're doing across the country. Um, and you can check that out at, uh, AOK fishing, I believe, uh, AOK fishing.com. You can check out kind of what we're doing there and get links to what we're doing. Or hashtag AOK fishing, right? Well, we're going to hashtag everything on Instagram and Facebook with hashtag AOK fishing. So you can follow along and see each act. We're going to try and do 250 of them. So uh, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of work there. That's a lot do. of being nice. That's going to, yes. yes. <laughs> you know nice. me, you know me <laughs> hey, being pick, nice that much. That's life changing. You can so, pick up some, uh, hitchhikers along the way. That'll, that'll, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. We're going to let God speak okay. as to what the acts are. Uh, thought this was interesting. <clears throat> Ooh, I don't <laughs> Don't know where that came from. Thought this was interesting uh, when I was looking at fishing information. 
another species in the coastal bend is currently on the chopping block when it comes to facing smaller bag limits. According to Texas Parks and Wildlife, the proposal to change the size and bag limit of speckled trout. I know. Comes. They're, they're making a big deal out of that freeze. And I, I, everything from the people that I'm talking to, it, it didn't affect the the trout limits or the trout. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe fifth, you go farther the, down, maybe it did, but. They're looking at uh, they're looking at changing the bag limit of speckled trout from five to three, mm. and it was ten. It was ten, right? And now and now they're also looking at raising the uh, the limit that you can keep them the size uh, the size seventeen to twenty three inches rather than uh, fifteen to twenty five. Um, it's still in the public comment phase, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure that. I'm not sure that the freeze did it. I think more so what did it was a pandemic where people fish. And if you're seeing less numbers of speckled trout, it's, it's a pandemic where people went down to the coast and either hired guides or went out themselves and caught trout and filled their freezers up. I would venture to guess that has a much larger effect than the February freeze. You know, Captain Gordon year. told us when he was on that it only really affected the ones that were back in the shallow water. Yeah, uh, and the bait fish is really what it hit hard, which I get, obviously. Your bait fish is more susceptible, but it dies out every year. A lot of bait fish dies out every year. Oh, man, we've had, we've had freezes and red tide and all kinds of stuff come through that... I mean, I want to, I want to believe parks and wildlife and the science. I mean, I want to just go with it. I don't want to have to question it. I don't hear the science in this though yet. This is still under public comment and I'm well, not they, seeing that they're backing it with science yet. I'm sure they got some science behind it. They wouldn't put it up because they're going to get questioned. People are going to ask. Are them. you sh- think about that in today's world, your comment. You're sure they have science behind it or they wouldn't put it up <laughs> in the world that we've been living the last couple of years. I'm not so sure that that even matters. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about Texas Parks and Wildlife. Come on. Yeah, come on. Right. Come on. Hey, man. it hasn't been infiltrated I, yet. talking about? Don't you talk about our guys like that? You can't blanket. Uh, blanket. You saying that, you're saying that's fake news? No, I'm just saying you can't put a blanket over anything these days so it's a it's a huge department well and that's a shame that that's a shame that um that even parks and wildlife and and our uh you know our science behind those guys and and the stuff that we're doing would have be damaged the the um you know the not quality but the um yeah, you know, that you would even question integrity of it right. would be questioned. That but I good. think you have to, and I don't think, and it doesn't mean that I don't like Texas Parks and Wildlife and, and what they do, but I think you have to question when it becomes an issue with any anything that they do, any changes they make. I think it's smart to question. Uh, otherwise, I mean, otherwise we just, are yes men and and just walk the line that people tell us to walk. 
So Cody, which I don't think is a safe road to be on. Cody, well, do you believe in them uh, stocking bonds going around during the late summer or early spring, and with the with the trout and with the others that they and keeping catfish, right? Yeah, to some degree, absolutely. I I've always questioned the trout thing. I think it's great for kids in certain areas that get they're to doing do it. it right now. By the way, you're right, and they're doing the stock the trout stocking uh, right now. Right We've talked about it from my house at Fisher State Park. Yeah, I'm going. Over. But I I've never understood. I guess why we spend those resources in breeding this fish that we release all over the state that we know is going to die this is not a stocking program of native species that are going to live these are these are species we know we well they're going to pay to breed to die because because i'm going to catch them and put them in my frying pan out of that too as soon as they get and that's the whole point it's just uh it's part of the getting the community engaged in fishing. It's giving them something that they can do. Maybe so, so. And, and if that's the, where the budget dollars out of that side of the money that we give, okay, that's all right. You know, there put some fish out there. I'm fine with it. Um, but to get there back and forth, you might need to get your oil changed before you go fishing for some of them rainbow trouts. They're put those rainbows they're putting out. Uh, you maybe you need to get your AC checked now. Maybe that heater's not working just right. Well, guess what? Sun Auto Service is there to help you. Family owned and operated since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service locations we got our family location at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Go to sunautoservice.com for all the details, sunautoservice.com. All right, coming up next, stick around. It is News the Weird. If it hadn't got weird enough, it will on the flip side. Here you get it, it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live of the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. Dot com. Welcome back, regulators. Hey, don't forget, uh, share us with your friends at theoutdoorszone.com, all your favorite podcast platforms. Hey, if you haven't been to the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, you are missing it. Live music all the time. Coolest selection of oysters on the planet. Right when you walk into your left, they have just this crazy selection of oysters for you. They got a pet-friendly patio. If the weather turns good, man, you can sit out there. They got uh, heaters out there. If it's a little bit cool, it's great to just sit out there, have a nice dinner. They have a uh, great uh, brunch today, live music, wonderful homemade breads and um, desserts. Or Go visit our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder over at the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They are, by hand, they're bringing back live music capital of the world. 
at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located Highway 71 West of Covered Bridge, just west of the YNO Kill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. And I'm betting, I'm betting beefsteak and road rash going to be over there at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Santa Claus brought us a little something to celebrate over there. That's right. Look out. Be Let's, throwing down on Maybe that. we'll go together, Let, Road Rash. Yeah. Hey. There we go. Aww. And we won't well, even invite, we're two we won't best invite them. That no. Anybody could have. We're the two best friends that anybody could have. We're the two best friends that anybody. You've Nobody? been watching right, too many shows at home. Your daughter's got to you. <laughs> news is weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So you know you know this happens, and but it happened here in Texas, and it's been reported by local news. It's great. Fish fell from the sky and rained over a Texas town. It was a weather phenomena. The official Facebook account for the Texarkana, the city of Texarkana, shared a post and a photo on Wednesday warning residents about animal rain. <laughs> According to National Geographic, animal rain is when small animals like fish, bats, snakes, birds, frogs, and cats. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just said the cats because I thought it was Cats funny. and dogs. Get caught in water spouts carried into the sky from the ground and fall with raindrops. <laughs> 2021 is pulling out all the tricks, including rain fish in Texas, Canada today. And no, this isn't a joke, the caption read. It continued that while uncommon, animal rain does happen once in a while. While it's uncommon, it happens as evidence in this in several places in Texas, Canada today, the caption read, the Facebook post was accompanied by a photo of a downed fish asked and asked residents to share pictures of the fallen fish they discovered. Texarkana resident James Audrich told WCIA that he was with his co-workers when the fish rained down at a car dealership. There was a loud crack of thunder, and we, when we opened up the bay door, I looked out, and it was raining real hard, and a fish hit the ground. Uh, Ardirk told the outlet, and then I said, It's raining fish. Brad was like, No, it's not. I'm and I'm like, No, it really is. And he's like, No, it's not. And then I'm like, Yeah, it is, dude. And fish were dropping here and everywhere. Small fish about four to five inches long were reported sprinkled across the parking lot. Uh, so there's been reports of stuff like grab their they grab their case of Keystone. Hey, look. Walk back inside. <laughs> hey, no, but that's a big fish. I mean, look at that, man. That I mean, is that's a big four or five inches. I don't know what it is. Cody. It occurred uh, in 2017. It rained fish over an elementary school. That's the last one that I had. Uh, Not very often, had listed though. on here that I that was in the news report. But so, I mean, have you seen those water spouts? Have you ever been down to the coast and seen a water spout? Dude, they're big. I, I think you and I have been out on the boat they're and scary. seen the water spouts. Yeah, yeah, like tornadoes. Yeah, they're there. water tornadoes. Yeah. And so 
I, I don't, I didn't know they, they happened in town though. I didn't know they happened in. What if that in happened shore. on the lake? No, it had to have happened on the lake and pulled them up. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it said. I mean, where else would a fish lake come out from? near Texarkana? I don't know what lake did. It didn't say what lake did it. No. Lake Texarkana. It. No, it didn't. But so, I mean, and it, <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of weird stuff. It could, Bats, That's frogs, weird. frogs. I can see frogs. I don't we know. Were, I, we, I, we were on a ranch the other day, and uh, and I was the pond had dried up, and in the middle of where the last little bits of water was, um, there was probably two hundred dried up little frogs. I mean, what? yeah, just like one or two inch little frogs just dried up because the water dried up and then they dried up. I'm yeah, guessing well, I, if the rain comes back, it just de- rehydrates them and they come back <laughs> to life. Well, it, and, it, and I'll tell you, when I've talked to uh, our fishing buddy, Weirder things happen. I've talked to our fishing buddy, uh, Bob Lusk, the pond boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and somebody who knew him today. Yesterday. Yeah. And we, and we, we discussed, uh, ponds when they go dry and then fill up an established pond that's gone dry and fills up automatically has aquatic life and mm-hmm. where does that come from if the pond's been dry where do the frogs come from where do the tadpoles the i mean obviously the tadpoles but where do the minnows come from right right all those things and i heard and for years that it's been like birds feet bringing eggs right so, that's that was a and he says there's he said there's no way that's not true. And he, he does, I mean, he doesn't have an explanation for it. And this is his job for the last 30 years. And he doesn't have an exact answer for it. Well, and they talk about that too, like in a, like in a mountain lake, how did the fish get up in all these different mountain lakes, the trout and all the different fish get up. They rained from the sky. That's what it is. Well, that's one of the only excuses you can have. <laughs> or God. Oh. God could be it, you know. Right? That's probably that God did love I go a little pretty. No, I went outside of our, our realm of knowledge, our uh, realm of No, it's Sunday. You can talk. You brought about in the God, God factor, today. yeah. That's okay. And yeah. So it but it, that's what he wants. It just proves that he loves ponds, right, T J? And he wants you to Get your pond up and going, pond. and all you got to do is if well, you make I it, don't know. they will come. I mean, you there's, and and that's why we call it news the weird, right? Because there's just all kinds of strange stuff that that happens out there. I mean, as often as you've been out there, it, it makes me think of some of the stuff that's. Uh, I remember uh, John Michael, um, he was in a tree stand with his bow. And an owl flew in and landed right next to him. And I, I, and I just think that's, that's kind of bizarre. That's kind of a crazy thing. We used to have, we had two owls that fell out of a nest in our backyard when we were kids. One of them died, one of them lived. And we, we helped it kind of get a little bit bigger, grow up a little bit. And then it used to bring back once it finally got big enough and flew off and lived in the trees around us, 
it would bring back like half a chewed up rat and leave it on the <laughs> back porch on the picnic table as just kind of like a gift to us. So weird, weird stuff, you know? Yeah. Out there that nature, nature is far more established and understands a lot more than we give it credit for. Oh yeah. Yesterday, I think yesterday, uh, when a dragonfly flew into the KOZ camp, we were doing one of the kids caught it and put a little, uh, string around its neck and, uh, flew it for a little while. Then we released it. Not weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely weird. But they had frogs. They found frogs yesterday. They found a snake tail. I mean, you know how kids are in the outdoors, right? Adventure time. Hey, get a fast start without the fast talk at Nile Maxwell GMC. You need to be aware of the sticker scam at other dealerships. Don't be fooled by some dealerships' advertisements that show you a lower price then surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. They are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see called market adjustment pricing. Truckloads of 2022s are showing up every day, and you can shop our entire lineup of 2022 GMCs from any maker model at nilemaxwellgmc.com. But the best way to see our new inventory before they're gone is right here in Round Rock. Go visit our friends, professional great experts, Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. And as always, you'll still have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. We are professional grade. So coming up next is Game Warden Field Notes, and California is killing the mountain lions. What? They won't let you hunt them, but they're killing them anyway. We'll let you know why. It's the game, it's the game Warden Field Notes coming up next. The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo's where I'll be. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's The Outdoor Zone live at The Bunkhouse. Hey, if you own a piece of dirt, you need to know about farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have a safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. I know I went and got a gate, uh, from these guys for my my front gate and i got a, a w no a prefert gate and man it is solid you want to make sure you're getting the top quality products from the top makers prefert powder river ww manufacturer they're the trusted names in the industry and they're the ones you want to use if you've got a piece of dirt and you're trying to rig it out you need to get the right gear. Our buddies over at Farm Ranch Store can help you with it. Just go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the job done. Now, That's time, right. 
Now it's time for the Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So I, I've become friends with the game wardens in my community and uh, really enjoying getting to know those guys. And I live off of an old country road and uh, where stuff is dumped, deer carcasses and things are dumped on occasion. And it's been, it's been interesting to get to know those guys and get to un- kind of understand what they do and how they handle out in the country but anyway shout out to my uh county game wardens out there the guys that are watching over everything i know deer season's coming to a close getting closer got muzzleloader season uh here for a little while but anyway hey in southern california mountain lions show first signs show first reproductive effects of inbreeding Hmm. according to ucla study so first of all, there's that whole study thing again that Cody, you were saying, yeah, question every study. Uh, but Southern California Cougars often make the news with their litters of oh so cute kittens, but a UCLA study suggests that the mountain lions may soon find it much harder to reproduce due to lack of genetic diversity. Scientists tracking two local mountain lion populations, one in Santa Monica Mountains and the other in Santa Ana's, have identified the first reproductive signs of inbreeding among these groups, which are cut off from other cougar populations and therefore breeding options by busy freeways. So the freeways are keeping them from migrating back and forth or mixing with other um, cat groups. And so that's and why they want the uh, land bridges that everybody is. So they want to start building. So the animals average a whopping 93% abnormal sperm rate, while some also displayed physical signs of a inbreeding like deformed tails or testicular defects. <laughs> so, that's not good. <laughs> no, I, I can just imagine. <laughs> hey, look at that. He's deformed. One's hanging. Oh. Well, it, it's weird that the the tails have like a uh like they're bent in a way and but when they did this they did this uh study before and they found that in florida they had the same problem with the mountain lions and the cougars in florida and they had the same test results as they're finding now and so and and they're talking about building these um bridges now there are some mountain lines they've got one that's called 93a or something and he goes into neighborhoods he crosses the highway he gets all over the place they've tracked him for years um he has no uh no he's he's the cougar is known as p22 um but they're just saying how the the only thing that they can do is uh, build these land bridges but in florida they captured mountain lions and they took them down and let them uh they captured mountain lions in texas 
and let them go in Florida. And it changed. It rescued the population from inbreeding. But now, but they're saying, you know, of course, what, what they're saying is they're going to go extinct in the next 50 years if we don't build these bridges and they're building well i mean you know they have cams set up on those bridges that you go on the internet and watch them and the animals they're pretty cool there's stuff uses them animals use them well it's it's kind of interesting that you know in some places where they want to visually watch those speaking of cameras uh watch those animals and, and their their movement and all those things and then you go to utah who has uh, recently banned the use of trail cameras in big game hunting. Yeah, and they, they were just following what Arizona did. Because right? Utah really wants hunting to be fair, is what it says. Fair chase, uh, right? That was their whole thing. Well, it, and so in that, I saw that article that you guys were talking about, and my question is, did is it because they're like, having too many people or are they killing too many deer what how did they after all these years how did they get to that where it's not fair game it's not working it's not happening allow me to tell you the state's wildlife (laughs) department voted to restrict the use of trail cameras for hunting in utah the decision was made after the department of wildlife resources conducted a survey and found that the use of devices for hunting purposes was opposed by the majority of respondents. Last year, state legislators in Utah voted HB 295, which went into effect May 5th, 2021. According to the news release, the bill instructed the DWR to create new rules governing the use of trail cameras for hunting. After conducting two surveys, the DWR determined that the majority of the public was against the use of devices that transmit images of footage in real time for hunting purposes. The new rule also prohibits the sale of footage or data from trail cameras to be used in the aid of harvesting big game. Uh, They voted the ban uh, for devices. According to the trail uh, DWR, trail cameras are any device that does not need to be held or manually operated by a person. They're defined as using heat or motion to trigger the camera uh so okay here's my initial reaction is first of all you if if you don't have a hunting license you don't get to vote on that that's not a general public where they just go out and they get some yahoo going out there going oh that's not right nobody and they don't have a clue because how many people see a live video and just go straight over there. And I mean, that's what they're implying that you're watching like a TV show and you can see it live and you go over there and you kill it. Yeah. Or you drive like the six hours. Axis deer that <laughs> showed up on game camera at my in-laws place that I hunted and set in that field looking for that deer that did not come to feed and did not show back up on camera, showed up twice on camera but it took 36 hours of hunting for that deer. It wasn't a show up and shoot kind well, of you just, situation. 36 hours. Some of this stuff I'm sitting in the it, same field. If I, you don't if you're not if you're not 
bought in, if you're not invested by a hunting license and all those things that that we do to be a part of and the time we spend in the field and the things that we know, if you're just like, hmm, that's not a good idea, click no. Well, I know a guy that's a hunter in Arizona, and he's just really, they're old school, very particular, and they just don't think that that is original. Well, and, and here's 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 my take on the deal oh, before fart. we wrap this up, is that there's a lot of people, too, that are can't afford to or, or don't <laughs> invest in technology in those aspects, and we see it in fishing all the time. That people say, oh, it must be nice. You got a game camera. You can watch what's coming in and come, you know, and coming and going. Like it makes You're it automatic. You're not investing in that. We no. see it in fishing. Must be nice to have all those electronics. You can just find the fish and kill, you know, and catch the fish. It's easy when you got all those electronics. We see it all the time, and that's not true. The truth is, is that they don't have the electronics, and there's a there's a gap. If they were there's a gap of knowledge there. Yeah. There's a gap of knowledge, and there's yeah, it's just, it's just not. I don't know how to explain it. Well, I guess. It's, they they all of a sudden think that um, it's easy just because you have that stuff, right? Yeah, you're like you're yeah. fishing, and it's they're just ignorant. I should just say, or on they don't know. They just don't know how yeah. difficult it really but is. Not a clue. Hey, we've got a whole nother hour. This has been your favorite outdoor radio show. The number one outdoor radio show in Texas. We got a whole nother hour with your favorite topics from Peter Reports, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more coming up. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the in the bunkhouse. TJ is at Dallas Safari Club. I'm at the farm, and Beef and Road Rash are at the bunkhouse. That's but all uh, us. Yeah, baby. We'll be back live right here. Stick around. It is the Outdoor Zone 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.